Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Friday, August 11th, 2023, the second of four Fridays this month. Today is National Son and Daughter Day, celebrated worldwide simply by parents spending time with their children and letting them know how special they are. The best gift to give your son or daughter today is the gift of time. Each one, sons and daughters, also have their own dedicated days. Those are coming up next month. A couple of months ago was the popular Take Your Kids to Work Day. My kids, unfortunately, are pretty much all grown up now and doing their own thing, so I don't get to spend as much time with them. Although we do spend good quality time most weekends, and I haven't taken them to work in a long time, but back in the day when they were younger, taking them to a radio station or TV station you know, it was pretty cool for them. At least I think it was. I mean, maybe it was just cool for me. August 11th is also play in the sand day. So if you need an excuse other than it's Friday to skip out of work today, go get the kids and go play in the sand. You can celebrate both special days all together at once. Unfortunately, there is nothing special on the food calendar today, surprisingly. And topping the headlines is this terrible news from Hawaii where the death toll from the Maui wildfires has surpassed 50 and more are expected with dozens of people still unaccounted for. Hawaii Governor Josh Green. The number has been rising and we will continue to see loss of life, but we have extraordinary professionals working on this job. We also have seen many hundreds of homes destroyed. And that's going to take a great deal of time to recover from. Green toured the devastation yesterday. What we saw was likely the largest natural disaster in Hawaii state history. You'll recall in 1960, we had uh, one year into statehood, a tsunami that hit and took 61 lives uh, on the big island. I don't recall 1960, but it's sad. It is really sad. Some of the video I've seen is just incredible. The wildfires were apparently fueled by high winds from a hurricane. All flights into Maui were suspended yesterday. Now, the airlines, most of the major airlines in Hawaii, are flying in emergency supplies and then flying people out. And President Biden in Salt Lake City yesterday approved a major disaster declaration and more federal aid for Hawaii. Administrator Griswell will be in Miami tomorrow, in Maui tomorrow. And I've directed her to uh, streamline any process with requests for help. Miami, Maui, it's close. Meanwhile, in Salt Lake, the president also spoke about the PACT Act bill. PACT Act is one of the most significant laws ever signed to help veterans exposed to toxic materials and help their families recover, as well as receive compensation. Last year, when the bipartisan bill was signed, legislation brought forward by a Republican and a Democrat. I spoke with some veterans and veterans groups at the time. This is a big deal, and I wanted to make sure I highlighted it. The PACT Act provides benefits and services for service members exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic substances, and provides services and benefits for their families as well. The president then returned to the White House last night after a couple of days out west, and after his daily briefing this morning, he's headed back to his Delaware beach home for the weekend. 
And what about the Utah man that the FBI shot and killed in his own home on Wednesday? 75-year-old Craig Robinson accused of making threats to kill President Biden. You haven't really heard that much about it. Video taken by a neighbor shows agents surrounding the home in Provo yelling for Robertson to come out before you hear a flash grenade go off. Why are we not hearing more about this? Supposedly threatening the president and the vice president. More from Greg Kelly reports. What is the official statement from the FBI about what happened here? The FBI takes all shooting incidents involving our agents, our task force members seriously. In accordance with FBI policy, the shooting incident is under review by the FBI's inspector division. As this is an ongoing matter, we have no further details to provide. That is not sufficient. Our government just killed somebody. There are facts that are immediately known, and we have a right to them. Now, offline, to their friendly reporters, the FBI is saying stuff. All right, to the New York Times, a federal law enforcement official speaking on the condition of anonymity to discuss the shooting said that Mr. Robertson was armed at the time. Officials offered few other details. It's fascinating when a local cop shoots somebody and it's controversial. We see the body camera footage in about 20 minutes. Why aren't they revealing more facts? It's not necessary to keep this stuff shut down. It's not. My father, Ray Kelly, the longest serving police commissioner in New York City history and worked in federal law enforcement in senior positions. When one of his police officers shot somebody, like it or not, you got to tell the public everything you know. And he did. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, the son of former New York City Police Commissioner Ray Kelly, famed Police Commissioner Ray Kelly. Who knew? And another former New York City Police Commissioner, Bernie Kerrick, is now involved in the special counsel's January 6th indictment of former President Donald Trump because he worked with former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, his old buddy, who was investigating fraud claims in the 2020 election. Kerrick spoke with Newsmax yesterday. You came on uh, with us last week talking about how you had handed over documents. You were uh, giving them over to special counsel Jack Smith, um, you know, basically to highlight what was being done in the investigations. And now your attorney has come out. I know he's quoted in CBS News, but other uh, reports possibly saying that he does not believe, Bernie, that Jack Smith reviewed what you handed over before the indictment. That seems concerning to a lot of folks, that claim. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we turned over the uh, we turned over the documents um, a week um, a, a week before uh, you know the, the president was indicted, I guess, and uh, um, and then I guess five or six days after the indictment, they were inquiring about the documents, and that led us to believe they hadn't even seen them yet. Um, I mean, it is concerning to me, especially after being there and seeing what I was able to give them and talk to them about. Um, You know, I I don't understand how they indicted the president at all, uh, given what I know. Uh, But, um, you know, obviously we'll see where this is going to go. Well, I was going to say you met with investigators from from 
Smith's team on Monday as part of, of all of this. And I was going to ask, what, what can you tell us, you know, about that meeting? What came out of it? You, you know, you what, know what details guys, can you share? You know what, John, there were uh, really no surprises. Um, mm. They wanted to know where we got the information, how we got the information, um, how, what we were able to confirm. Um, you know, a lot of the information that we conducted or gathered during the investigations was not conclusive. We didn't have subpoena power. We didn't have a lot of time. We did. We were understaffed, non-funded. Um, but I, I think they got a good grasp on on how we collected what we did and that there was a good faith effort by the legal team to put together as much evidence for legislators and for later investigators if possible. Um, I, I think they get it. I think they understood it. That's former New York City Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick on Newsmax with Bianca De La Garza and John Huddy. And don't forget Rudy Giuliani, who was one of President Trump's attorneys, is named as a co-conspirator in the case. Meanwhile, Trump's attorneys and prosecutors are back in court today arguing over the special counsel's protective order to keep the president from talking about the case. There was also a lot of talk yesterday about the new Biden bribery disclosures from the House Oversight Committee. More from Wake Up America. Welcome back to Wake Up America, the House Oversight Committee, with another bombshell showing bank records of the Bidens receiving $20 million from Russia, Ukraine, and Kakistan this during Joe Biden's vice presidency. So for more on this, let's welcome in former Arkansas governor and former presidential candidate, Mike Huckabee. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, governor, your reaction to the Oversight Committee's new report? Well, I'd love to be able to get a job like that, getting paid $20 million to go have some nice Italian food in Georgetown and basically do nothing. You know, these guys didn't stand on concrete floors, sweat through their socks, lift heavy things. They basically just sold the influence of the sitting vice president. And Hunter Biden's got a good gig going. This is a guy who really couldn't hold a job, got thrown out of the military, was a, a drug addict. Um, finally found an art career by blowing paint through a straw. And, of course, he's quite familiar with the use of a straw for many items. And, you know, he's made multi-millions of dollars. And the allegation, and it's beginning to look more and more reality, is that his pop, uh, the now sitting president, was the big guy. And he got a 10% cut of it all up. So when you start looking at this, this is corruption at its worst at the highest levels. It's a scandal far bigger than Watergate could turn out to be the biggest scandal in American history because we're talking about doing business with the Chinese to the tune of about eight million dollars in the pockets of politicians of the United States. This is a big deal, and I wish the press would get really interested in it. But aside from a very small number, most of the press, they, they're only worried about Donald Trump yeah. and the next mm -hmm. indictment. Terrific commentary from Mike Huckabee, and here's Congressman James Comer, or Jamie Comer, as President Trump called him, chair of the House Oversight Committee on Rob Schmidt. You go back to a, a, a famous political scandal, Watergate. The congressional mm -hmm. investigators didn't find anything out about Watergate. It was the media. Yeah. You had a media that was hungry that was actually trying to dig and, and determine whether or not there was corruption. And we have a media that's not only not digging, they're defending. They're defending the indefensible when every American sees through this. Congressman James Comer, and I've said this before, and I hate to say it, but every American doesn't see through this. 
Congressman Comer says that all the time. The Republicans say that all the time. But that's part of the problem. Most Biden supporters and Democrats simply do not want to hear it. They won't acknowledge it. They don't care. If you speak with any of them, they're like, yeah, whatever. It was all Hunter. Joe had nothing to do with it. Or it's not true. It's just crazy MAGA people trying to come up with something because Trump is in all this trouble. And you know who else doesn't? care or believe it marble mouth mitch welcome to rob schmidt tonight if you were curious to what extent washington is on its own team look no further than the kinship between joe biden and mitch mcconnell in january the two went to kentucky together to celebrate a new bridge connecting northern kentucky and cincinnati ohio it was seen as a great moment of bipartisanship after the successful passing of a trillion dollar alleged infrastructure bill a bill where Less than $200 million went toward actual infrastructure. The bill was another win for the D.C. swamp. More of your money enriching the D.C. bubble with some scraps thrown back to the Americans who actually paid for it. McConnell and Joe Biden were on the same team that day, and they have been for decades. And it was quite evident yesterday when McConnell told the New York Times that after everything that we have seen, an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden was a bad idea. After all the evidence, after all the lies that Biden has told, bank wires, money laundering, shadow accounts to conceal millions of dollars from the Chinese, millions from the Russians. McConnell told the Times, I said two years ago when we had not one but two impeachments that once we go down the path, it incentivizes the other side to do the same thing. Impeachment ought to be rare. This is not good for the country. That's a real statement from the Republican majority leader in the Senate. Ignoring the full weight of the moment, ignoring the fact that impeachment is absolutely necessary when you find out your president has taken millions from the most dangerous countries in the world. That's Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, weeknights at 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And let's switch gears a little bit to the border. The absolute biggest problem of all the problems in the country which should be talked about more every single day. It's now becoming even more of a problem in the sanctuary city of New York City. That according to the Democratic mayor, Eric Adams. Bob Sellers on American Agenda with Guardian Angels founder Curtis Sliwa, or as I call him, Mr. New York City. Just so people know elsewhere, you ran for mayor. Yes. Eric Adams won, okay? Yes. If you had won, what would the situation be? How would you have handled these? Number one, I'm assuming you, you would have called up Greg Abbott and said, don't send any up here. No, no. I would have taken Greg Abbott up on his invitation to come to the border. Remember, Greg Abbott was very affable. He said, and this is after Eric Adams called him a racist and said, I can do it better. He said, no, come to the border, Democrat, Republican. You'll see the mess that we have. We have to send them to you. I would have said, no, Greg Abbott, it's not your problem. It's not our problem. I would say to the illegals, hey, take a rest stop here for an hour. We're going to give you a great box lunch and turn the bus around. <laughs> Go to your Papa Chulo. Go to the guy who said, who's your daddy? Remember in that debate against <laughs> President Trump? If I'm president, you can all come. 
Go to the White House, go to the Naval Observatory with Giggles Harris, who's supposed to be in charge of the yeah. border, and ask for my Arcus, who's missing in action. Giggles Harris. Wow. Yes. All right. That's Guardian Angels founder, former mayoral candidate, and radio talk show host, Curtis Sliwa. Let's wrap it up with more commentary on the current administration and current state of affairs with Newsmax host, Chris Salcedo. The polls show that Americans know that something just ain't right. And Democrat-ruled America. High electricity prices, high gas prices, high food prices, and inflation eating away at every raise Americans get if one of your multiple jobs is even giving you a raise. While you struggle, a corrupt FBI, fully funded. A corrupt DOJ, fully funded. And billions more of your taxpayer dollars are put toward paying for 87,000 new armed IRS agents to squeeze more money out of our beleaguered people. America isn't America anymore under Democrats' rule. We dispense some truth bombs in today's preamble. Amidst all of our suffering in this country, an important business story went largely underreported earlier this year. Elon Musk reported that he laid off 80% of Twitter's staff. He pointed out that he was astonished how few people it takes to run Twitter effectively when Twitter actually focuses on being a free speech platform and isn't being run as a welfare conduit for communists and activists who are hell-bent on silencing free speech of conservatives. Elon Musk's account tracks with what we all know about evil and deranged left-wingers. Turns out it takes a lot of manpower to steal people's human rights. It takes a lot of manpower to quash freedom. The former Soviet Union, modern China, and Cuba all examples of massive, mindless bureaucracies that have been created to, and funded, by the way, to suppress their own people. They built walls to keep their people in. They created disinformation boards inspiring the people to, in, to inform on each other to win the government's favor. This is the glorious vision that the Marxists and the Democrat Party have for America and your children's futures. In short, if the Democrat agenda was freedom... They wouldn't need to hire 87,000 armed IRS agents, would they? In fact, if the Democrats had we the people in mind, they would be working to reduce the size and scope of the federal establishment, ensuring freedom for all Americans. Chris Salcedo, host of The Chris Salcedo Show on Newsmax. And speaking of Twitter or X, follow me at Radio underscore Marino and join the conversation comment on the actual news in the podcast and not just on the tweets about the podcast radio underscore Marino on X. <laughs> well, the weekend is upon us and it's starting to smell a lot like football season. Week one of the NFL preseason is in full swing. Perhaps you watched some games last night or you will be watching tonight. That also means college football is right around the corner. NASCAR is at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend. Maybe Mike Pence will be there. Thunderstorms are expected for the Xfinity race on Saturday. Uh, you know, last week's race, I think, and the week before was delayed due to rain. But last week's race, they had to finish on Monday, you may remember. Thunderstorms expected for the Xfinity race on Saturday. There's very little chance of rain in the forecast for the big race on Sunday. I mentioned Pence. Some other Republicans, maybe Pence as well, are attending the Iowa State Fair this weekend. On the Democrat side, the two candidates challenging President Biden, Marianne 
Williamson, you forgot about her, right? And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will also be making stops at the Iowa Fair. Don't forget about our friends in Hawaii while you're having fun and enjoying the weekend. And don't forget that Newsmax is available on most major cable systems as well as your favorite platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and others. And if you see Newsmax on TV at a local business, take a picture and let us know. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. Have a fantastic weekend and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.